<laughs> they want they want the gag to work, but they also want to make sure you're breathing. Yeah. Well, they're like, yeah, I want to I want you to let you know that I have a job, but I also get weird after work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am a nurse. Yeah. But I'm a doctor, but I see patients after hours. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Episode 23 of the Fair Enough Podcast. Bob here in Detroit. Michael in Chicago. Uh, no MJ jersey today, though. I didn't want to go sleeveless, man. Pretty I didn't want to go sleeveless. I can't. I have one. I was going to, but I just couldn't justify being sleeveless on camera. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour. Because you're not tan. It goes back to the last episode when I told you that I'm tanner than you, and I'm way tanner than you right now. Yeah. It's not even close. Mike I also got... I got like lights his all in my mouth. Yeah, I know. I'm not this white. <laughs> These lights are loud. I need to turn them down a little bit. I got one in my face right now. And I'm looking like Sylvester Stallone and Rambo. I'm, to I'm be fair, Bob, you're more red than tan. I'm red? Do I look red? A little bit. Not too bad. Okay, well. Uh, the update on the hat tan line. Does it look better? I think it looks better. Looks pretty. You can still see it for sure. You look like a Shroot Farms beat. <laughs> <laughs> better like than it was though. Beat. Better than it was. Yeah, though. definitely yeah. better than it was for sure. Way better than it was. But uh, episode twenty three, we're just kind of riffing today. Uh, we got some topical stories to talk about. We have uh, our weekend to go over, and uh, I'll let you kind of get into that first in a second here, Mike. But first, let's talk about Rogue Creative. Uh, this episode, episode 23 of the Fair Enough Podcast is brought to you by Rogue Creative. As usual, uh, anything that your business needs for marketing, uh, graphic design, go to roguecreative.org or go and follow John and Rogue Creative at, uh, on Instagram at roguecreative underscore. Uh, we were with John all weekend this weekend and uh, at a great time golfing and stuff and uh yeah, it sounds like there's there's some more rogue creative collaborations on the horizon. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, so anything that you need when it comes to graphic design for your small business, or if you're a realtor out there and you need some picks for uh, your listing or a walkthrough video as well, uh, go get go get after John and the rogue creative team. That's roguecreative.org or roguecreative underscore on Instagram. So let's, Mike, you go first today. What what did you do this weekend? I feel like we didn't really talk that much this weekend. Uh, so Thursday, actually, let's say Thursday. Thursday, I uh, I went out for the first time in a long time on a weekday, and I mm. uh, paid for it. I was an hour oh, late yeah. to work the next day. Had a great no night. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it never fails. That's why I don't drink on the weekdays. I don't go out on the weekdays because I don't. I got an alarm in my face and I can't wake up still. Um, yep. But I had a good night. Uh, but Friday didn't do shit. Just kind of relaxed. Um, I was pretty sore. I'm not going to lie. Um, just from moving was sore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really do much. And then Thursday or Saturday was my mom's birthday and, uh, they had a party at their house. It was also my niece's birthday party. They kind of put it into one. And, uh, once again, I kind of just try to keep it, you know, take it easy. I got the surgery coming up tomorrow. Well, as of you know today, it'll be a couple of days past already. Um, it's on yep. Tuesday, but um, 
Yeah, I took it easy, you know, just chilled in the chair, you know, bullshitting around with the kids, have some drinks, hung out with some, um, you know, my family. It was a, it was a good time to see everybody. It was kind of awkward because I hadn't I haven't told anybody about the ACL tear except like people I see every day and like the people that listen to this fucking podcast. So like right. I, everyone Which is, is like, like a lot of people. So. Well, fair enough, but some would say none, not a lot of my family. So everyone's like, "What the people. fuck?" And I'm like, "I had to tell, I had to tell so many people that I, I like forget because I was like, I didn't want to post it all over social media because for one, no. I don't give a fuck about people like that I haven't talked to in five years being like, "Oh, my prayers are with you." You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that. Right. I appreciate people that care. You know, send me a text, whatever. I get it, but also, I don't need to. I'm not that guy. I don't need to fucking put it all out there for just to just to get some clicks. You know. Um, so telling that I'm a story, high performance times athlete. This shit happens to us. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going through a somewhat of a midlife crisis, though, or quarter life, or I'd say like third life crisis. Uh, third, yeah, you probably got sixty left. So yeah, so I'm gonna just nip it in the butt <laughs> now and just talk about <clears throat> what's going on with my face. I was trimming up my beard, and I accidentally pushed the guard down too far, and I went. And I just had a bald spot right here. So I was like, motherfucker. And I had already trimmed my mustache like to where it's at now. Where I'm like, yeah. damn, at least I could have had a long stash. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I shaved everything off. Kept the kept the mini stash. Um, but then I was looking at myself in the mirror. And I, you never hear those jawser size things? Little things you bite down on? No. It's like a little like. Is that like a, literally exercise your jaw? Yeah, because I, I was oh. like, dude, this has got to go. So I went, I, I fucking bought one because I was like, dude, this has got to go, bro. So I bought that and I was like, this is bad. Like, I got to <laughs> figure my life the fuck out, bro. You bought one of those? Dude, yeah. It was 25 How much bucks. was it? $25. That much? Yeah, so it's basically like one of those like hand clamps, but for your jaw. For your jaw. Literally, yeah. It's like, yeah, they have like multiple ones too. Like one of them is like 30 pounds of pressure. One of them is 40. One of them is 50. I just bought the base 31, but like, I was just like, yeah, something's got to give under here. I didn't know I had such like a little double chin that uh, I had. And does that really work? I don't know. It says it does. There's a bunch of reviews. The video seems legit. You know, like everything seems legit. Um who the fuck knows, you know, but I'm just going to be sitting up, laying up with my leg up and my fucking mouth gagged. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that was my weekend. Um, I had a great time though. I'm not going to lie. I had a, I had what, a really so what time. happened on Thursday where you got, where you pushed it to the limit? Just went, didn't get to fucking bed till four o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know what I mean? Stayed out till two at the bar and then. Yep went and just kind of did the old chill in the car and listen to music and eat McDonald's until fucking three 30 and then drive home at a hat, you know, and get home and sleeping at four o'clock. You know what I mean? It's a dangerous game to play. Yeah, dude. There is no, that's such a good feeling though. Going out on a Thursday, especially when it's nice out. Oh yeah. It was beautiful. It just gets dangerous really quick, especially if you're right with the right people. Well, and I, it didn't, it didn't start off that way. It was like, I had like one or two drinks. I'm like, okay. And then, like, it was some people I had worked with in the past, and she was, like, I haven't seen her in a really long time, and she was all happy. So she's, like, buying – it all started with one shot of Rumplemints. I had one shot of Rumplemints, and then it was, like, all right, well, we're drinking. So, like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, this is what's happening. So, um, yeah, it was a slippery slope, but I enjoyed the slope. You know, I, I caught it. Caught the wave, yeah. I guess you'd say. 
So you got to get one of those maybe once a quarter. Yeah. Where you just go out on a weekday and die. And then you're like, okay, I remember why I don't do that. And then yeah, exactly. And then the next quarter you do it again. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. for sure. But well, dope. We, uh, Jack and I were together this weekend. Um, Friday, I had a couple of friends come down, uh, some friends I haven't seen in a while. And, uh, yeah, we kind of just chilled Friday, but Saturday we had big plans. So Saturday morning we got up and golfed 18 and then, uh, we were going to go out, uh, downtown Detroit and, uh, we ended up doing all that. So we golfed 18 in the morning and I was an absolute we dot did, on the fucking course. Wasn't even close. Yeah. I was going to say we did a little three V three scramble and it was me and, uh, the two friends that I had down, uh, who are, were in my grade and then Jack, uh, and my roommate and then butters, John from road creative. Yeah. And I think Jack though, Gary just didn't have his best day. My roommate Gary was on no. Jack's team and he just didn't normally he's a good golfer and he just didn't he just didn't have Gary that day looked like Saturday. he could have been very good. Um and he did save he our good. ass a couple of times with his drive, but dude and he was saying the same thing. He was like, I probably have like five rounds like this throughout a year, which everybody does, but yeah, and that just so happened oh, yeah. to be one of those rounds. But this guy's got the absolute tightest butthole draw of a drive i've ever seen ever like when he, <laughs> he does with one, when he smokes it it is nice 15 with the tight draw and it's it's a thing of beauty serious but, mm-hmm. but yeah everybody has those rounds i'm i'm just glad that i was i was playing well and off the tee and on the approach i kept us in it butters had some absolutely electric putts shout out to rogue creative um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the putts were on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Butters twenty five oh, footers yeah. are brought to you by yeah, Real Creative. The the greens on Saturday were brought to you by by those folks. So, but yeah, no, I had a blast. So what yeah. uh, what happened after the the round of golf? After golf, we came back here and we got in the pool. Did that whole thing. There were a bunch of people out by the pool. Uh. And I knew it. I knew what was going to happen here. Everybody starts to get a little bit gassed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, boys, we got it. This is the whole day here. You don't just get yeah. to cut it off after yeah. we get out of the pool, you know? So oh, yeah. um, a couple of the guys had to nap, but uh, everybody pretty much made it out Saturday Ooh. night. So that was good. That's good. Yeah. Yep. And then we shut Dude. it down, got kicked out of the bar at two and Hell yeah. came back here and chilled. I actually got a fucking text message from uh, from Steve, and he was just oh did you? Uh, yeah, he was just like oh did you? Uh, yeah, he was like asking me like what I was on and blah blah blah, and I was like maybe if I wasn't broken, I would have I would have came down. I also had plans, but I was like, damn, if I didn't yeah. have this torn ACL, I probably would have skipped my mom's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we're doing the we got the wedding in a couple weeks. Like oh yeah, I'm not really too yeah, worried. About it it would have been good here. to see like. It would have been good to see him and shit like that, but definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a great time. Looks fun. Looked fun. It was, it was a good night. It was a good day. Good night. And Dude, uh, definitely got to do that again. Have yeah. you ever been sitting there talking to people, like talking to people that, you know, but you don't like hang out with all the time and they're both talking about the same thing, but they're like on totally different pages 
and you're like, how do I intervene and kind of just cut this conversation off without being like, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Saturday night, a couple of like family friends, they're like one, one of them. They're like 40, roughly woman, man, and uh, single mom of like three single dad of one. Mm-hmm. Or no, single mom of four, right? So they're talking and like she was talking about how like online dating is so weird and like how like as a 40-year-old, like you literally have to like she has to ask, like, does your dick work? Like, cause she oh, like, shit. Where I'm like, oh my god, like I didn't even think I didn't of even that. think about that yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, and like shit like that, where like <clears throat> like whatever, stuff like that. We're like, oh hey, it's sexually. And this guy was how she was like, I need to still like be physical with my partner and blah blah blah. Like it was like being like kind of like I want, you know, that type of thing. And he was like, "Yeah, you gotta have a girl that or you want to have a guy that fucks like an animal and like this any other thing." And I'm sitting there like, "That's not what she's saying, dude. No, <laughs> she's saying that she just wants a guy that can get his dick up." And you're over here talking about like <laughs> fucking smacking bitches around and stuff. I'm like, bro. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. It's like they're them two, and I'm like the third, the 29 year old, like. Uh, like, can we not talk about this? Cause I think it's going to get weirder faster. And also, I don't know. I just, I was like in my head, I'm like, how do you break up that situation? You know what I mean? Or, oh how yeah. Do divert? I don't know. There's also, there's no, there's no excuse anymore for your dick not to work. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Right. There's, yeah. There's pills and everything. There's a million places that you hear yeah. on podcasts and all kinds of shit. Yeah. 10 bucks a month. I know. And these guys, yeah. these people. They and they way over anticipate how much sex you're having. Why they give you, you like, they give you pills for like ten times or something like that in a month, oh. like fifteen times. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Fuck. absolutely not. <laughs> guys that need those guys need the dick pills for sure, yeah. just to like <clears throat> keep that thing in a splint. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know, man, but yeah, you can't approach that. You know what yeah. was fucked up at the golf course? What? Uh, they didn't have any beer. Like did not no sell booze? any alcohol. Nothing. Oh my god! Yeah. What was the and, reason? Well, normally when you go to the course, it's frowned upon to bring your own shit, right? Yeah, of I course. mean, ninety nine percent of courses yeah. you go, and if you they got a guy checking, oftentimes at when you're getting your cart yeah. to make sure that nobody's loading up a a Yeti cooler and bringing like yeah. a thirty rack out there. Exactly. And we got in the clubhouse uh to pay at the turn or actually it was at the turn and we're like hey we're just gonna load up now do you guys have any beer and they're like no we don't have any alcohol and the lady was like you guys should have brought like a bunch of your own (laughs) it's always you're always not supposed to do that and now all of a sudden you're fucking telling us to do this so people to bring their own booze to your course you better have that on your that better be on your gotta be everywhere the first image of your like when you look up your course the first image should say bring your own friggin booze oh when i was when i was putting in our tea time you're right that should be the on the band yeah, by as a, the way, as a positive thing, though, too, because oh, everybody definitely. would rather bring their own beer, but ev- nobody does because they're not supposed to. So it's like advertise that like that's just missed opportunity. That would be your selling point. Like, yeah, here, don't trash my course, but bring all your own right. fucking beers. Like maybe it's a maybe it's a <clears> legal <throat> thing. They don't have like licensing or something, maybe or like permits. Well, 
not even i mean they must not have an alcohol license for them to not be serving alcohol but um yeah to like put that and advertise yeah that might be illegal that's like frowned upon you know i don't think so hey hey everybody bring your phone shit and get fucked why just put byob just put byob think about it like there's always places that like first of all you can advertise alcohol on the fucking on tv you can advertise as a golf course fuck out that's true and there's golf courses that only have like some certain products like they're sponsored by shit they can advertise their stuff. True, There's and no it's not like you're it. ever liable for somebody leaving your course drunk because you're never allowed to drink and drive. It doesn't matter whether or not your course vouches for it or not. You can't just leave while you're hammered, you know? Yeah, so that's a good yeah. point on Mike's right. part. And you would also, you'd also think that maybe you're like less liable because – if you're, you don't have a license, like you don't you're sell not it, you're selling sure. it to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you're not over serving anybody. Everybody that's there is over serving themselves if that's yeah. what's happening. The only thing I can think of legally is that maybe because golf is not a 21 and older thing, mm. that maybe that's why, maybe that's why they can't advertise mm. it. But other than that, I even then, that's still like, how do you not fucking, as a parent, like, hey, or you know. Maybe I I don't know ID everyone and put a wristband yeah, on them. That's tough. I don't know. I'm not easy enough to. I found a like three quarters of the way full bottle of red wine in my golf bag when we got there, <laughs> and so I was <laughs> that's disgusting. I was smacking like a seventy-eight degree bottle of red wine throughout the oh entire fucking god. That that's a you so move. Bad. That's a fucking you move. <laughs> no, dude. Not yes, it is. You would percent do that. I would drink it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't never. I would never bring a bottle of red wine anywhere, let alone put it in my goddamn listen, golf bag listen. and forget about it. Why was it in your golf <laughs> bag? Uh, well, I obviously brought it on purpose at some point, but I don't remember when that was. <laughs> yeah, what? That's yep. wild. Uh, it's like stupid. the most unappetizing drink I can think of on the golf course. Yes. Listen, there was one of those, uh, you know how there's like different, oh there's different God. spectrums of wine. I wouldn't have brought a dry wine out there, but this one had the arrow all the way to the right on the sweet side. So I was like, Hey, that might, that might keep us hydrated <laughs> out there. So. So you guys got a bottle of rosé out <laughs> yeah. on the golf course. I like how he's there's no justifying this. Like you could say yeah. whatever you want. You had a fucking bottle of red wine in your golf yep. bag. It's the weirdest thing ever. I turn yeah. around, the guy's eating steak yeah. and potatoes yeah. in the golf cart. <laughs> so oh himself a nice dinner. That's disgusting. <laughs> I had a wine in my golf bag. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Old buffet. <laughs> Yeah, that's on me. That's on me oh, for man. sure. But honestly, it, it ended up working out because I didn't have to really steal anybody else's booze there. It was good too because we had a we had a hell of a day ahead of us. Where I mean, the second we got done golfing at two o'clock, we started drinking. So we were drinking from two to two. Yeah, yeah. and dude, I, your hours. pool is electric too. I didn't realize how close that guy was. The pool it's in your is fucking backyard. Oh yeah, the pool's electric. We have a great spot for some cornhole too, so uh, maybe we'll throw a little fair enough bash someday out here. And that would be Oak. great. Shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to new roommate Newman as well. Yep, shout out to Newman. Just moved in. Yeah, we had a lot going on this weekend. People were moving in Saturday. We were all golfing and had yeah. a bunch of people over. So, yeah. uh, 
another day. It's a good time here. though. I had an absolute fucking blast on Saturday. Yep, we'll do that hundreds of thousands of more times this <laughs> this summer for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Well, a lot of sports on this weekend too. Hey, Mike. Yeah, man, a lot of losing for me, but a lot of good games. That's for sure. Um, a lot of losing for Dad too. What are we t- What are we thinking about these hockey series? Series? Uh so today we're recording on Monday. I like I like the take the Avs to the bank move tonight. I got a minus one and a half. Um, yeah, I do too. Sucks. Really sucks that Kadri's out. Oh, he's out. He is out for the series or for the playoffs. What? Because of that boarding? Because of his thumb. He broke what? his thumb. He had surgery. Get the fuck out of I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I, wow. Came out today. That is so lame because he's fucking – he's good, man. He's played so well this year, and he's been he such has. a catalyst, dude. And he hasn't, <laughs> like – correct me if I'm wrong, but, I mean, I don't think that he's – he's not, like, lighting the world on fire as far as scoring goes in the playoffs, but he he's just one of those guys that you need every Well, he had, a, he had a hat trick last series. Oh, did he have games. a hat trick last yeah. series? I don't, I'm not saying he's lighting it up, but, like, he's, he's – his presence has been – Definitely. I mean, his presence has been very, very known. Um, mm-hmm. That fucking blue series, he was an absolute thorn in their side the whole fucking series. They were roughing yeah. that motherfucker up, dude. Oh, they hated him. Yeah. So, I mean, because of the Bennington shit. Yeah. He, uh, he gets in everybody's head, clearly. Um, yeah. I didn't know he was out. Yeah. But, I mean, I still think that, that the. It sucks that that series isn't more competitive. Yeah, no shit. And that, I fucking told you they're not that good. But um, the Oilers. Yeah, yeah um, you're right. But I do. Yeah, I think even without Kadri, the the Abs have a three days rest by time this episode comes out. Um, but it, I don't know. I just think the Oilers like they don't even know who their goalie is. It's like Mike Smith. Come on. And who's he played the better. Other guy? Yeah, he played better in game game three, but yeah, no, of course. I feel like just the hockey in Still general was a little bit better in game three. Uh, I mean, game two, I called it that fucking Frank Coos or however you say his name was going to have a goddamn shutout, and he fucking did. Son yep. of a bitch, um, you did call it. <laughs> I literally did. Like, of course, this guy will come out and have a shutout. Um, yeah, weird. Okay, so, so we were talking in the group chat before that game because we knew that Kemper got hurt, and uh, we were saying, okay, like we got to hammer the the over extra hard tonight because goals are yep. going to be flying around. And Mike said, yeah, we're going to do it, but I bet you that Frankie kid comes in, throws a shutout, and sure yep. enough, four nothing abs and motherfucker, we all lose our bets. I know what a cock I am. I fucking jinxed the shit out of that. You did. Um, but fuck that series. I think Avs run away with it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the real series now. What are we thinking out there in fucking uh, Tampa at this point? What are we thinking? Uh, they should be real worried because they, so? barely, they barely squeaked that thing out over the weekend. What was it, yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, played, right? it yeah. was yesterday, yeah. I didn't know it was an early game either. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I woke up and I was like, oh, no? shit, it's like the fuck. Well, I just didn't know. If I would have known, I oh. wouldn't have minded. I just was like, oh, shit, there's a game out. Oh, um, I love those 3 o'clock Sunday games. Yeah. But we, but, uh, it, like, the the Rangers just looked, they looked better for two periods. I mean, they really did. 
you know? Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you Tampa threw 50 shots on goal, man. And, no, they and did. The, the numbers, at least when I was looking at it, like after two periods, the, the Tampa had like 15 minutes in the ozone to, to New York's like eight. I didn't see the first period and a half because, once again, I wasn't paying attention. The game was on. I was doing shit around the house. Um, but I was like, eh, I don't know. I mean – I, Tampa definitely had more zone time, but it seemed like the chances that the Rangers who were getting were better. Are like always Bassie good. Bassy was, Bassie was standing good. on his head, man. Yeah. It he, was bad. Well, this is the thing that I'm thinking, though. Like, they – you don't want the Tampa team to hit their stride, though, man. Because, like, no. you could tell – obviously, game one of that series, they were lagging. Like, lagging yeah. behind all over the place. Um, game two, a little better, but still not good. Uh but I you dude, I don't know, man. It, I think Tampa might not lose another game. No, I and I agree, and I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. They're the only team like, yeah. you know, if if the oil if we were watching this series and it was two to one and the and they had the lead over uh if the Rangers had the lead over the Oilers, I'd That'd say this thing's, this thing's going yeah. five. It's over. But yeah, yeah, Tampa's just Tampa has four lines that are better than <laughs> yeah, you know, most people's first line. So I can't you just come back into the series at any time. And Vassy too, dude, Vassy was on in that game yeah. yesterday. Well, he should be. He's like the, he's the best goalie in the goddamn world. And he looked like he a fucking bum. The first two games, he was he letting up huge rebounds. He was letting up like weird things. It was like, what the fuck is going on here, brother? So, yeah. I mean, if, if they were, if they were to like, if they would have lost that game and like, you know, lost the series four to one in five games, whatever it would have been on him. Cause those first two games were atrocious. Um, yep. And granted, Shesterkin, Shesterkin was oh, on the other stuck. side playing the exact same way he's been playing all year. Yeah. Exactly. You know, hot. I mean, Elite hockey. It, it's crazy how, how for one, like the Rangers five on five, they're weird. They're real. They're real sketchy, but through their power play and their goaltending right now, it's like, you got to fucking, you have to literally pepper 50 shots at the guy to beat him. Like, it's kind of crazy. You do. But I don't know, man. You know what I think it's going to come down to, and you said it already, or you said it a couple episodes ago, is this damn Rangers power play. Like, if mm-hmm. you if if Tampa keeps taking penalties like they did even yesterday. Oh, yeah. They're not going to win this fucking series. No, like, the I Rangers agree. are too good on the power play. Yeah, if Zibanejad ad sets up in his office, it's a wrap. Yeah, I know. He's going to and- score. There and it's like you got a guy like Adam Fox who literally like he plays below the goal line half the time mm-hmm. on the fucking power. Like you got D men that are doing shit like that. Like you can't. Yeah. So it's a uh, like you said. Even that last game, if they didn't when they had that four minute penalty and it and then if they didn't take that fucking penalty and make it four on four, the Rangers were one hundred percent scoring. It would oh, have been yeah. three to two with five minutes left, and shit would have been a hundred times different. Yep. So I yeah, dude, you got to stay out of the box. I don't get how they take so many penalties though, like or uh, like uh, force so many penalties. Like I, I just don't get it. Like stop cheating. Like stop. How do they get people to hook them and slash them and all that shit? They're they're weird. Sometimes they get weird ones too. Like uh, yesterday they had that. It was like a high stick in the middle of the game on Panarin, and like dumb stuff like that where he was literally reaching for the puck and like just. Touched the stick up a little bit and just got yeah. him barely in the face. You know, like, yeah. they're just taking like, I, yeah, they're definitely taking stupid penalties, but they're also getting unlucky bounces at this point. Yeah, so, which, dude, what do you think about that? Playoffs, now they, now you think, what do you think about that? Um, no high stick call when you're like shooting the puck. 
Like, so if you shoot a puck on your follow through on your follow through, I think that if it's not a shot on net, like if you're rimming it around the boards, dude, that should be a penalty. I don't care. Like you're just saucing one up the boards and you rip your fucking stick up high. Like, I don't know. I think that it should be an, a a shot attempted shot on goal. Yeah. is the only way the follow through should be no penalty. I don't know. I just think that's weird. No, I like that. And we, I mean, the, you know the best the best people obviously to get a good answer from would be the players on this. It'd be interesting yeah. to hear what they had to say, but I think that they would say the same thing. If yeah, you know, like if you're not if you're not trying to shoot the puck on that, yeah. If you're trying to if you're just rimming it around the boards and you come up or, and smoke or a guy throwing in the face, a pass to somebody, yeah. It's like yeah, I don't know. I just fucks. feel like you got to be yeah. careful. Exactly. Part of the like game. I, yeah. Like, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, well, oh, I can st- I can try and stick lift. And I fuck up, but when I shoot the puck and I fuck up, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't like that rule at all. I'm not going to lie. I think it's like. Right. If a guy is teeing up for a one-timer and you walk in front of him and get your face hit, that's on you. But, yeah, exactly. if, if you're just rimming it around the boards or you're making a, a sauce yeah. pass or and yeah, you get you're somebody, fl- then yeah. exactly. you're flipping offense. it out of the zone or something and you hit a guy, mm. it doesn't count. Like, and cause I'm pretty sure it's not only in the O-zone. Like, I'm pretty sure if you're a defensive person – and you're shooting one up and you follow through, I still think that it's a no call. Right. If I'm not mistaken, which is like you're 200 feet away from the fucking net and you, it doesn't count as a high stick. I don't know. I think that's crazy to me. I yeah. Kind of pisses me off to be honest. That's stupid. Dude, what are you, anything else on this hockey? Do you, do you think the rain, you don't think the Rangers pull it out then? You think Tampa wins? No, I think Tampa wins in a row. Six. Yeah. Really? Well, dude, they're winning tomorrow no matter what. It's a no-doubter in my mind. I mean, yeah. put all the dollars. Yeah, 100%. Put everything you got on that. Game five is the absolute determining factor. If game f- if 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 the Rangers win game five, they win in seven. If Tampa Bay wins game five, Tampa wins in six. That's, what I, that's my thought process on it. Mm. I don't think that Tampa Bay can win game seven in New York. I just don't think no. they can do it. New York, it's just either. too much that the place is rocking right now. I just don't think you can maybe steal game five in, in New York, but game seven, no fucking chance they're stealing that one. Yep. So damn. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking in my head, at least. Um I hope it goes seven so we can see that. Oh yeah, that would be electric. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa won, but dude, I, I honestly think the Rangers are just playing too well right now. They are. I, I think, do. But I think they're they're gonna win their home games. Yeah, I think they're gonna win I in seven. Do. I think so too. I, I well, I don't think so, but I I don't. That's to me, game five. It's a 50-50 toss up, and whoever wins that game wins the series. Personally, yeah. Um, dude, and for that, and then for the other side, obviously, I, I don't think it makes a pass today, Monday. No, yeah, I don't I think really so. Don't. Um. They just don't have enough. They just don't have enough defensively to nope. to hold that team back. And when you're not, when they're not scoring seven goals, they're only scoring like two. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. I think Colorado's defense has actually been a little bit better than I had thought. Like I know they have good defensemen, like are good defensemen, but it. Hmm. I didn't. I they're playing like okay, they're good. Like they're not just playing against fucking you know the blues who are kind of just like a brute team that don't you know like they're right. i'm like oh they can actually hang against the fastest people in the world you know what i mean and like play play 
So yeah. I didn't I didn't think like guys like EJ and shit like that like can fucking hang with Connor McDavid and stuff, you know. But they right. could. So um I don't know. What do you think about that uh thing that I sent you the other day or talked to you about the other day with uh the Cardinals manager pivoting to baseball, freaking out about the strike zone. Like why oh. why is this happening? Like why are all the umps so bad? This year, it seemed like this was not happening last year. Correct me if I'm wrong, dude. I don't know if it was happening last year. I think it was a little bit, but I have no idea what's going on. I have a theory, but I don't have anything to back it up. And I don't, you know, I don't get it. Um, that was hilarious. First of all, though. Oh, it's hilarious. If you missed it, if you miss it, go check out the clip. They the Cardinals and the Cubs were playing on, I think it was Saturday, right? Yeah. On it was Saturday. the early game on Saturday, yeah. Yeah, the first game on Saturday, and uh this ump was just I mean, his Bad. his strike zone was in the batter's box, basically, or wherever else the strike zone isn't. And yeah. the Cardinals manager came out and uh Obviously, was screaming at the ump, but then he went over to the plate and drew the strike zone yeah. around drew the, the plate. plate. Bigger. Yeah, <laughs> an all-time. I love those manager moments whenever they do something super extra, whether whether it's throwing the bases or whatever the fuck oh, they do. Hundred percent. That was an all-timer drawing yeah. the strike zone. Make it make it count. That's what I, that's all I got to say. Yes. Oh make yeah. It count. yeah. Um. But so what's your theory then? So my theory is they're in the hot seat. So all these umpires, right? So like the Angel Hernandez and all this, all these umpires are so bad, right? But like there's all this talk of a potential fucking uh computerized strike Computer zone or whatever. Zone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fucking up cuz dude, they've never been this bad. I, and I think no. it might be like historic like hist- like statistically historic also. Like mm. the amount of strikes that are outside the zone they call strikes and even the amount of no calls that they have inside the zone. And I think that because, like, mentally, they're like, hey, I might lose my job to a fucking computer, that they're, I don't know if they're overthinking it or what, but I swear, I think it's the pressure of the potential computer strike zone that is fucking up the, like, the umpires, because I don't, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like, you're trying so hard to be perfect that you're fucking up, like, Right. You know what I mean? Does that make sense yeah. though? No, yeah, that makes sense. And I think and the that's question, what it is. No, and that would that that would make sense. I mean, they're they're obviously under a lot of pressure, but the weird the weird part about it is why is it happening this year more so than any other year? Because they were on the, they were under the same the talks were happening last year. No, yeah, for sure. I also so. think though, did you see the guy who had that had thirty one inches of cut on his two scene fastball? No. Dude, the ball started right here ended right here i shit you know i was the dumbest thing in the world so it could be a thing too is that these pitchers have disgusting movement on every single pitch it's not straight fast is that was that the open a's guy i don't know i I thought it was a red team i don't even know but it was it was nasty it was disgusting um okay you think that might have something to do with it i mean that yeah they you know what i mean like like i've been seeing more of those clips this year where guys are doing some nasty shit well and it's like you're throwing dude did you see the the dude from the Marlins. This kid's a rookie. He threw a 98-mile-an-hour changeup. What? The fastest changeup ever. And it dropped Holy off shit. the table. It's like, 
that could be a thing too that these pitchers are so fucking good in every pitch including their straight fastball is fucking moving so much. So think about if you're an umpire and you see a ball coming in at 98, you're like, okay, that's a straight fastball. So right. where it's starting, you're like, okay, that's where it's going to pretty much end up. And yep. all of a sudden, when it gets to the glove, it's fucking six inches away. That, that could, could be a, be a thing too. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I think there is that like pressure on the on the umpires that are like, it's fucking them up. But I also do think these pitchers are just fucking good, man. Like it's way harder to be perfect. Crazy to think that like they're getting so good that the human eye can't even like I mean, <laughs> distinguish what's coming in. Isn't it? Isn't that, that wild? That hitters that are, can hit it. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. How the fuck are they hitting the baseball still? I know, I, dude. I was a fucking. I honestly was a like a big advocate of potentially moving the fucking uh, the mound back a foot or two. Yeah. Um, yeah, but do also, something. I mean, there needs to be offense in, in baseball to yeah, keep, and it, well, the thing keep is, your casual I, fans around. And, and like the safety of it, too. Like, I don't think they should. I don't think they will. And I, I'm not mad if they don't. But if they if they ever mm. did that, I would have been like, oh, I get that. Because, dude, everyone throws 98. You know, everyone's got balls moving like crazy. And they all of them, they substitute the accuracy for movement. They will all they don't give a fuck. So people right. are getting drilled in the face way more. They're getting hit more. Um, like, it's just, I would, I wouldn't have been like mad if that ever happened. I don't think it's going to, um, but like, it's just kind of the pitching is just so fucking good. And like the way they use these kids arms and shit, like you're only throwing 70 pitches or, you know, you're, you know, you can only do this much. It's like your arm is always fresh and you're just, I don't know. You just go out there and dominate, you know, let me ask you this. Oh, Oh, my bad. Would that increase offensive play? If they moved the mound back, you would think so. In theory, yeah, pitches would be easier to hit, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd have more time to see the ball. It'd be easier, you know. They wouldn't be coming in; they'd be coming in just as hard, but they would drop off right. quicker unless, you know. In theory, that you would lose a little bit of velocity, and hitters would see the ball a little more. But I mean, yep. who knows? My only thing is like people who have like if if we have you know 12 13 14 year olds out there right now who are already being primed for the MLB or all of the current MLB pitchers or college pitchers that completely changes their throws i mean they have been primed to to have their slider drop or their curveball come across the box at yeah. a certain foot you know, and, well, and yeah. they're that precise. So this would, I mean, this would change a lot yeah, about but it. Think I think about this though. Think about this college. I mean, granted this, that is, a, it's a little different, but like college basketball is three pointers shorter than a pro pro three pointer. Right. You know what I mean? And it's I think not that by they would lot. make the adjustment. Yeah. I think, and also like it would, it's it, only what one I would generation. Do, this is what I would do. I would leave high school where it's at and you move college back. Cause then it would sure. promote more college players. Uh, and then you would get that you'd get that experience with the the, the further amount. This is all right. hearsay because this is never going to happen. But I feel like that's what it would be. You know what I mean? You go high school at sixty and the six inches, and then you go college at sixty one and six inches, and the pro sixty one mm-hmm. and six inches. Um, it no, it could totally happen though. Yeah. I mean, they moved the the extra point line back. Yeah, and- quite a significant amount. 
Yeah, they did. And also baseball, the mounds used to be like fucking this, bro. Like they used to be the angle of the mounds, but then people were throwing too hard and getting too much on top of the ball that they flattened the mounds out more. And now it doesn't fucking matter. They still throw that goddamn hard. (laughs) It's wild. So Um, let me ask you this as a person that has never played one inning of organized baseball. The the argument is always, well, his strike, it might not be in the strike zone, but he's consistent. Would you rather have him be consistent in a shitty, put like in a, like a spot inside on your hands all the time? Or would you rather him just be fucking right? It depends because if you, so <clears throat> listen, this is what I need out of you. I need your strike zone to be the same size to every hitter and to be the same size at every pitch. If you are going to call it six inches off the plate, you so usually what it is, if a guy's calling inside strikes, he's calling inside strikes. Outside, you're getting squeezed a little bit, he'll call corners, right? But he's not – nothing off the plate or vice versa. Usually it's vice versa. Usually you get the outside strike. The inside strike doesn't – you know. So if you are going to call that, that pitch three inches off the plate, like a baseball off the plate, mm-hmm. in the pros, I think that's unacceptable personally. But if you're going to do it, you have to have it all game for both teams. And that was the thing with the Cubs game is that they fucking on a play that ended up scoring a run. They didn't ring up a hitter of the Cubs on a pitch that was in like the stat, like the strike cast or whatever the fuck they call it. And then they fucking had the one off the plate, two baseballs called a strike. Guy went crazy. So I, we call it like, oh, consistently bad. You know, we, we, you got to be consistently you can't be consistently inconsistent. You have to be consistently bad. So if you're going to have that that three inches off the plate, that one baseball off the plate, that's okay. It's still not – it's still, like, unfortunate as a hitter because it's – you can never adjust because when you, when you realize what the strike zone is, you're like, okay, this is here, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But I would – as a pitcher, it's like if you're not going to give me that inside strike but you're going to give me that outside strike – it can't be hey this pitch it's there this pitch it's not because as a pitcher you're trying to use that to your advantage so you know it's like i could have thrown the ball in the zone but you called it last fucking pitch so i threw it there again and you called it a ball this time you know what i mean so it's like you got to be consistently bad not consistently inconsistent that does make sense that makes sense also yeah that makes sense comes down to almost a frustration from an outsider's perspective, like from the fans point of view. And, and I guess even from the rest of the team point of view, cause I remember even like backyard wiffle ball, I was a dot of a pitcher with a tennis ball, you know, and then, and then one of Robert's lefty friends step up to the plate and I'm putting them in the same spot. And all of a sudden I'm throwing a hack job, you know? Um, so it's definitely, well, you also were probably throwing one fucking pitch. These guys throw balls that move seven different ways, though, Jack. Well, listen, I got a gnarly changeup. Let's not disgrace that. <laughs> so, but but I do. It it does come down to like a perspective sort of thing, you know. And like you're saying, you gotta you gotta call it both ways, but you have to also call it righty lefty and both teams. Well, no. So, I mean, yeah, but the thing is, though, if you watch an umpire, they set up in the same spot every time. So if the ball's where your his eyes are set up, it's, that's what's going to be. He's going to call that. It's going to be that pitch. Mm. Um, I think it's unacceptable all around. I wanted none of this. I wanted 
you, if it's in the fucking zone, call it a goddamn strike. You get one or two a game, but when you do it twice an inning, it's like, dude, what the fuck? And that's what's going on. These guys are missing way too many calls. Like, right. Way too many. Um, But I don't know. It's kind of wild. I think they're going to go to the fucking computer zone because of how bad it's getting. No joke. That's wild. Oh, it's going to be a... You should try out, Mike. Go on for the Cubs. The baseball hardos are going to be turning over in their graves when that shit happens. Yeah. I'm going to... It's going to be a sad day, dude. The human error of baseball... Dude, it's crazy, too, because, like, even when... I love that the review... The review... The review system has made base umpires look so fucking good. It's amazing. Because they're so... They're so good. They are so good. And everyone's like, no, he was safe. And then, like, you see it and you're like, God damn, how did he fucking see that? Like, yeah, there's a few there's a few here and there where, like, you can tell, like, whatever. But most of the time you're like, damn, this guy's on top of his shit. You know, it's the same in hockey, too. Most of yeah. the time where the play is just happening so fast, you can't even believe that the ref saw it. And they yeah. only nine times they out of right. ten, they saw it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Although but, um, wild sports stuff. uh basketball i don't know if you want to touch on that at all but i don't know what's going on i know boston's in the lead somehow or are they no tied? it's 1-1 one, one. oh it's 1-1 one, one. okay i had bad beat of the century yesterday though i think i told you yeah you did oh Talk my god about that real quick though we move on so yesterday in that game i had there was a boost for on fanduel for tatum and curry to both have 30 right it's plus yep. 250 or plus 500 or something i'm like fuck yeah dude let's go Tatum only had 12 points in the first game win. I'm like, dude, there's no way that Tatum doesn't pop off in game two. Like, that's what he's done all playoffs. It's like, and Curry's on his shit right now. He's he's just on his on his Chef Curry dialed. Um, Curry's got 29 at, at the end of three, and Tatum has 28 at the end of three. And Curry doesn't play a single second in the fourth. And fucking Tatum plays about a minute and 10 seconds in the fourth. And I get fucking snubbed. So was the game out of hand going into the fourth? They were up like 17 or some shit. And then right like a minute in, they hit like a three and like a two. And it was just like they Damn. pulled Tatum and then they like scored more. And they they were down. They were down like 27 at one point and they pulled everybody and they brought it back to like a 20 point game. So Steph yeah, didn't play second nope. in the fourth to nope. stay at 29. Oh, my God. I was like, you got to be shitting me, man. I it would have been so pissed. I, I was very pissed. But, um, yeah, dude, so I got this fucking – I got some stupid articles that I found just because I was like, yeah, you know, we're going to just riff on some shit. I feel like this would be a good little jumping off point for the next 20 minutes yeah, or so. Me. And it's a Michigan story, so I think it's – you know, it hits a little home. So oh. I got an article. It says, woman wins $4 million in Michigan lottery on hunch from a stranger. Okay. 54-year-old Genesee County woman from uh, won $4 million after a stranger advised her to buy a Michigan Lottery scratch-off ticket at a mobile gas station in Grand Blank. He says, my husband and I stopped to get gas and went into the gas station to pay to the player who wishes to remain anonymous. Stupid bitch. He says, while they were in there, someone came up to him and said, you should buy a $30 lottery ticket. I bet you'll win $4 million. So no they bought way. It and they fucking won four million dollars. Bitch pocketed two point five after tax. No way. What the fuck, dude? I can't win a bet. And this lady fucking <laughs> yeah. Some stranger said that to him to her, and they fucking won. Uh, 
Is that not the stranger joke? said you're going to win four million dollars. That's what the article says. I can't believe that's true, but why lie about that? Why lie right. about someone actually saying the number? But is that not the silliest thing in the world? That's insane. You got. I mean, you're getting two and a half. What are you giving the guy that told you? You gotta give that guy. You something, gotta give right? him something, right? You Whoa, gotta give him at least. That's a big grand. number. You think that's your number? I was gonna say ten. I was gonna go fifty. Have you have you ever bought? Have you ever bought a thirty dollar? Have you ever bought a thirty dollar scratch off in your life? A thirty dollar scratch off? No. Yeah. I've maybe bought two one dollar scratch offs in my life. Exactly. A thirty dollar scratch off. This guy said buy a thirty dollar scratch off. That's th- no one fucking buys thirty dollar scratch offs unless you're a degenerate gambler and you buy those every day of your life. Right. So uh, no, that's false. So many fucking people buy thirty dollars scratch off. Yeah, and those can, are the people. I that can come only in and say that because I worked for a Seven Eleven for a year. But yeah, the but same those are people the same buy them all the time. Buy those expensive ones. You don't see too many one offs that only buy one every fucking year. You'll see a guy come in and get a couple twenty dollars. Come get your winnings out. Let me get a thirty dollars. I feel like those guys are degenerate scratch off lottery ticket players there no? are a lot of yeah most of them yeah are consistent yeah i guess yeah no i see where you're coming from i was you know what i mean like i'm not saying like <clears throat> like people don't buy but like not often you just on a hunch because some jag offset like maybe if they're like hey buy a five dollar scratch off i'd be like right all right i'll do that like fuck it why not have a little fun but 30 bucks like that's half a tank of gas that's a couple meals yeah, you know 30 what i mean bucks is a lot i agree um, dude, but there's some, there's some folks that care so much about Lotto, like grilling me about which number each ticket is on. Like, Oh, what's number 12 on? And I'll say it. And they're like, Oh, definitely not. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, buddy, there's the same odds on every single <laughs> ticket. And if you think otherwise, yeah, then you're incorrect. Yeah. Like you don't understand how the Lotto works, yeah. even though you play it twice. A Wait, day. explain that to me. So, I'm sorry. What, when you says what's number twelve so on? So when I don't you get a scratch off, right? you know how they're all like numbered. And so like there's yeah. a there's that on the counter. There's like the white <laughs> numbers. Every ticket's got its own number, and it's just like the way that they're set up in each convenience store. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so organizational. When you're like, let me get let me get right. two number okay, fours. Okay, so but yeah. number four is exactly. on a roll, and so on the actual ticket itself, it's on a roll, and they're numbered. In yes, the sir. In the but the problem so it'd be like number two seventy one. Yeah, but there's never that many. But yeah, um, oh. but the problem is that you can set them in there forward or backward. <clears throat> so when people would ask me which number, I'm oh. like, like I never told anybody that because I didn't want to skew their views of whatever the hell they wanted to hear. But like, if I put that in backwards, it would be last if it was first so you don't know what the hell you're talking about you know and every gas station or convenience store or whatever wherever you're buying lotto tickets they can do it that same exact way so i don't know so people are going in there thinking like the 14th ticket never wins right or like or like they'll ask oh were there a couple winners before this and i'm like i didn't know whether or not i could disclose that information so i was always like oh i don't know i just got here you know and also, uh, that's funny. People, that's they say rich people don't play the lottery. It's those fucking people that are, you know, especially the scratch offs, man. I, I it's just I just read, was reading this though, and I'm just like, have you ever taken advice from a stranger in general, and it ever worked out? 
Uh, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck do I got to do in life <laughs> to fucking get get lucky on anything, let alone something crazy like that? You know what I mean? Like, I to don't have know. somebody walk up to you in the gas station and you actually listen. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. Without being like, yeah. this motherfucker's Dude. crazy. Like, don't go in there and talk to that guy. He's crazy. If, if that... If that lady doesn't buy that and then finds out later that day somebody bought that ticket. Oh, it's suicide. She puts herself in her <laughs> yeah, own fireplace. True. I think yeah. you have to buy that <laughs> ticket, especially if it's somebody weird yeah. at the gas station. You almost have to be like, eh, this guy might know something that I don't. Like a dude with an eye patch and like a astronaut helmet on? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? No, the tinfoil hat. <laughs> this guy might be honest. Oh man! Nah, but I dude, I just saw somebody who hit. I and it was on it was on Reddit. So let's uh, let's gray out the credibility of this source. But everything somebody won. True. Yeah, true. That's what I heard. <laughs> somebody won forty two million at a uh, like a slot machine at a casino, and then as mm-hmm. it was cashing out, um, like obviously people started coming by, and the security cards coming by, and then eventually. Like that floor manager comes by and tells the lady after like 15 minutes of thinking she just won $42 million that the slot machine malfunctioned. Oh, my Lanta. I'd be. How does it malfunction? It, it prints the incorrect number. It it gives a, it gives a win when it meant to give a loss. No, I'm suing you for 50 now. <laughs> yeah, if that's the case. If that's what happens. For defam- yeah, no, there's like, got to be some I don't know sort if of that's defamation. There's some there's some sort of like defamation no. somebody for getting well, I mean, definitely some sort of case. Defamation's the only like intangible thing I can think of, but Fair enough. But that's, I- you can. You can hurt you could sue somebody if they hurt your feelings. That's what yeah, defamation is. Yeah, it's actually yeah. That's kind of somebody says up. something bad about you, you can fucking sue. Yeah, them. but is it's yeah, but there, there's got to be some sort of intent behind it, though. It's not. It's not like, oh no, hey, you're not gonna win every case. You no, know, he's he wears Jordans. I don't like Jordans. Like that's not. <laughs> no, but it's got to be like, oh, you're a fat fucking slob. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when, when people get slandered in in a news article, then yeah, that's when you could sue for defamation. Exactly. Imagine like, they yeah. imagine they rigged this slot machine because they knew this woman was coming. They were like, let's see how funny it is when we tell her she wins yeah, forty two mil and she actually doesn't. <laughs> oh my god. No uh, chance, fun. dude. I'd be so mad. Yeah, I'd be upset. But yeah, how dumb is that fucking gas station shit? It makes me want to go buy lotto tickets right now. People, the hype that surrounds lottery tickets always is insane to me. And I think the mean? number's always made up. Or it's like mean? just in people's brain. Like people will be like, oh, the did you hear that the Mega Millions is at 450? And I'm like... <laughs> Isn't it always at four fifty? And then everybody will go out and buy a lottery ticket, and it's like, dude, it's always. Isn't it always that high? Like, I don't know. I'm not it's, checking the ticker it's, every it's day. It's not always that high, but it's definitely always up there. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I've never bought an actual lottery ticket in my life. I've bought scratch offs, neither, but I've never bought lottery tickets. I just feel like I don't know. I, I'm not putting. That would give me too much hope. I get in raffles for like buying shoes and shit like that. And when I, I think just because I entered it, I'm going to win. If I bought a lottery ticket and never won, I'd be like, 
I would be just depressed. I'd be upset oh, with yeah. life. I'd be like, this sucks. I'm not lucky because yeah. I'm not winning 50 mil every day, you know? Exactly. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. The other part, too, is when people are like, <clears throat> they get all hyped up about the number when it's like it goes from 250 to 350. It's like, oh, that two, that, that wasn't 250, enough. I'm too cool for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but that 350 is going to change my life for sure. Like, okay, for real, dude. though. For real. It's like, <laughs> fuck. Or it's like, <clears throat> imagine if you ever got like a Bruce Almighty where they, uh, uh, they all fucking like pray and like wish to win the lottery and then they all yep. get like 16 bucks. <laughs> yeah, everybody wins it and you yeah. get nothing. Yeah. yeah, that would suck. Oh, my God. But. All right, so That's I got wild. one more. I got one more stupid little thing that I think is funny. Um, okay. And uh, so Uber reveals their uh, sixth annual lost and found list. Oh shit! They've so, been doing this for six years. I guess so. I it must be a this. hilarious list. Well, okay. Let's guess. Uh, let's. I'm gonna have you guys guess the uh, most common the most common items left behind in, a, in an Uber vehicle. Take a guess. A phone wallet keys, one, right? I think I was gonna say number one's gotta be phone wallet. Phone keys. wallet keys one, two, and three. Yeah. Adam Sandler. I mean, that's just phone as easy as it gets. Um yeah. then headphones, glasses, vapes, vapes, jewelries, and purses. Oh god. But which Man, that's the, you know, that's pretty the amount standard. of breezes that have been found in these drinks. Oh yeah, absolutely. The amount of vapes I think I'm surprised that the vape isn't number one. There's probably just not enough vaping people in in the Ubers compared to people with phones. Because I feel right. like the vapes are the most easy thing to lose what in the pussy. world. I don't even vape. Um, sure, it's like having a pen on you. Yeah, exactly. Like a fucking ballpoint pen. <laughs> yeah. You're just gonna lose it at some point. <laughs> and when you, you lose are. it, you don't search for it. When you lose your phone, you're oh. like You don't give a shit. I, yeah, I need to get that back. Dude, yeah. those things are expensive. I learned that over the weekend. The vapes are not ballpoint pens, but vapes. <laughs> yeah, they're like twenty bucks. Oh, really? I yeah, know I didn't that. know that. Yeah, everybody was educating me because half the people that were here this weekend were uh, were vape gods. We're on that fucking that vapor status. Yeah, they're like they're not that expensive like if you do it right. No, 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 nope. See, they do it wrong. No, no, no. Right? Why? I'm, what do you do? I'm, they buy the twenty dollar disposé blaze. Uh, I'm a I'm a refillable guy because yeah. But then you got to walk around with that big ass thing, right? Nope, that's false. See, you're still in 2011, right? Yeah, now, that's Mike. fair. That's all right, but <laughs> dude, I don't um, do any of that shit, so I don't know. Big vapes got the got its thumb on Mike's pulse. Yeah, for real. I'm that's just glad exactly. I don't. I'm just glad I don't like dip anymore. That shit was cancerous. For sure. Oh yeah, that's gross. Literally, a little bit yucky. But so, going into some of the more unique items that were reported. <laughs> so the very first one, it says, uh, "Tater tots." <laughs> uh, that's a it. Fingernail? No, tater tots. Yeah, is that it? Like, what the fuck? I leave my Taco Bell and Uber every day. I'd be pissed if I left my tots in oh, there. I'd like be Sonic super tots. Pissed. Hell yeah. Oh, very that's pissed. real gross. A fingernail? That's gross. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, if you're just really biting if you're biting your nails in an Uber and leaving them in there, you're just a shit person personally. Yeah. Um, my grandma's teeth. What? 
I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why do you have your grandma's teeth? Like, Why wasn't your grandma in the Uber with you? Why are why you traveling were... with your grandma's teeth? Maybe so she was you... in the Uber, but her teeth weren't in her mouth. Like, what the fuck? I don't get it. <laughs> that is. That's uh, impossible. Right? I don't get that one either. This one is kind of funny and kind of unfortunate. Someone lost 500 grams of caviar in the back of an Uber. Uber. You own Damn. a five-star restaurant? Why the fuck you got 500 grams of caviar? Yeah, why don't you do have a truck? Do they sell caviar? Do they sell it by the gram? What's going on? I believe they so, that yeah. Like they come cocaina. in these little, like, they look like fucking Jeez, little so tins, cute. actually. And that shit's pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, a, So I'm just going to rattle off a couple other funny ones. Uh, a pizza costume. <laughs> <laughs> a painting of a painting of a moose. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, that's that had to been that like a sip and swirl. Somebody got too fucked up out of the sip and swirl, left their moose painting in the Uber. I frequently forget mine yeah. as well, so I can understand. Uh, left the Mona Lisa. I've never made it home paint. with a moose painting ever, not once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I always that. forget mine. Yeah, I left so many meese. Fuck, yeah. meese um, everywhere. Uh, someone left their employee of the month plaque in the back of an Uber. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, that Will is Dwight, unfortunate. Will Dwight Schrute action. Yeah, he's like, I've won 13 employees of the month in the last 12 months. <laughs> and he goes like this. Oh, my God. In lieu of a raise, he says, I got two plaques. In lieu plaques. of a raise. Um, what was he? Oh. I was so good in February. They gave me yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fucking show. Um, someone said they left a... a Brown tortoise in a in a back of a cab or back of an Uber. Oh, sad. A live animal. That's kind of fucked up. And the funniest one, I think, not necessarily funniest, but kinkiest, is a ball gag and a stethoscope together. A ball gag and a stethoscope <laughs> together. I think somebody wow. left that on purpose to get on this list. Yeah. What kind of night are <laughs> you having? Yeah, they saw the year, year five list and they were like, I'm going to have to top. Yeah. The <laughs> like, one I got to go bigger. Two. They're playing bad cop, bad cop. You know what I mean? They are, dude. <laughs> they want they want the gag to work, but they also want to make sure you're breathing. Yeah. Well, they're like, <laughs> yeah. I, wanted, I want you to let you know that I have a job. But I also get weird after work. (laughs) (laughs) I am a nurse. Yeah. I'm a doctor, but I see patients after hours. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever lost anything? Have you ever lost anything weird in an Uber? Either of you two? No, I've I've never, thank God, I've never like left my phone in an Uber or wallet or keys or anything like that, which is because it's a bitch and a half just to leave your shit. Well, yeah, I guess it would be it wouldn't be terrible, I guess, to leave your shit in an Uber because you, you got records. their number, right? Well, if you leave the Uber, like if you leave your shit in the Uber and you don't have, you lose your, your phone and you're the one that ordered the Uber, that's problematic. It's if you're say like you ordered an Uber and I left my phone in your Uber. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if I, I leave my phone and I ordered the Uber. Yeah, that's yeah. how am I going to look up the guy? Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. I think I, I don't know who was it. Was it Joe? One of our friends left their, their phone in an Uber and uh, we called him and like he was able to go pick it up. Like, I've been with like multiple people that have left their phone in Ubers and have always retrieved them. You just call the phone? Yeah. Or like, yeah, you do like, tr- you know, find my iPhone. You just track it down. 
Yeah. The one time somebody I was with, I think it was around here. They had to go to like the ghetto to get it, but they're like, I'm not leaving my fucking phone. I was like, nah, I would have left the phone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I used to last summer for a while. I door dashed in Saginaw, which is a major mistake. Speaking of grabbing your phone from the ghetto. And I had to bring this pizza one time over to like the east side across the river. And it was like a whole set of, um, I don't even remember where it was from. I think it was Papa John's. And I drove into this neighborhood where the phone was telling me to go. But I like I drove past the location where it said the house was supposed to be, but there wasn't a house there. But I was in some random neighborhood with a lot of houses that looked, you know, a little bit edgy. And then I turned around because I thought I had missed it and looked and I didn't miss it. So then I turned around again to leave the neighborhood and every single person was outside at that point. They were standing on their porch, like wondering who kept turning around in this neighborhood. So I turned around again to leave. I had to get the hell out of there. Left it on the and but I turned around, (laughs) dude. I jumped out of my car at some random person's house, ran the pizza up to their up to their porch, and then just peaced out. (laughs) And as I was as I was running back to my car, this guy who I left this pizza out on his porch, he jumped out of his front door and was like yelling at me. But I was like, dude, I. Pizza's yours. I just it's gotta, okay. Gotta yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can have it. He definitely didn't eat it though. He probably thought he was being set up or something. You know, poisoned. Guy yeah. got a guilty conscience. Yeah, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, where do you get off yeah, thinking you're fun. that you're poisonable? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hear that important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just take the blessing. Exactly. You fucking eat the pizza. <laughs> yeah, nobody's nobody's after you. You're fine. <laughs> Imagine though you work uh, at the gas station. <laughs> dude, I, yeah, all but, I'm saying but, is that fucking but, delivering food, you gotta have confidence. You gotta go up to the house, bang on the door, and just be like, "Hey!" And if they say this is not yours, you be like, "Do you know where the fuck this house is?" Because I thought it was yours. And then, then if you yeah. get yelled at or something, well, especially for like DoorDash, then you just leave it. Right. It's not like you got to go back to the boss and be like, ah, "I couldn't find the house. I left it somewhere." You just get. You just don't get paid or whatever the fuck right. it is. I just in and, and you know so. what? In any other neighborhood, I think I might have done that, but I was familiar with this neighborhood and in the ins and outs of it, and I just was not prepared to reap the repercussions from knocking on the wrong person's door. I just wasn't. I was not going to nope. entertain that fact, and I wanted my life to be saved this this uh, particular evening. So I, I peace. You know out. what they say, Bob. I said, you go gay, there ain't no other way. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, that's funny. I got one. Uh, all right, we do one more here. The so this happened at the Charlotte Airport. Okay, uh, officials at the Charlotte Airport seized a cocaine stash that was inside of a wheelchair. So these guys stashed. 23 pounds in the seat of an electric like a or like a motorized wheelchair that's amazing bananas that is kind of smart though genius right i was trying to think like what's a better way to do this i don't know that there is one as a security guard don't you feel like an absolute dickhead patting down the wheelchair dude get up get up <laughs> you gonna learn today, boy. You gonna learn today. Stand up, everything. That's the thing, though. That's why it's that's why it's the best way because there's 
I don't know. You're like the least like, I guess you're not the least likely because you have a big ass unit that you can smuggle shit in. But it's like, like you said, who's going to tell the wheelchair guy to stand the fuck up when you <laughs> pat down your, <laughs> your chair? It must have been a situation where the dog, they had dogs there, right? Oh, yeah. It had to have been. Or I guess maybe they like wand their chair or like. Yeah, but that well, wand isn't for drugs. The wand doesn't do anything. It's just for metal. Yeah, so they from, would. Yeah. And would they see it if it went through uh, like the x-ray machine? Well, you can't put that through the x-ray machine, no. Or they right. have a stand up one like for. Like- I don't know if they have a stand up one or not for shit like that. I've never been in a wheelchair at the airport, so I have no idea yeah. what they do. <laughs> That's true. Here's my question, though. Do if you're organizing this. Do you find an actual 100%. person who has you find one of a these, cripple. or do you buy one and you just have your friend pretend like he's a cripple? It sounds like they had somebody pretend, but you that's oh. where they went wrong. Yeah, you got to have a real yeah, I cripple. I think so, too. When, you say, when he up. says, get up, you say, I can't get up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I and cannot. Then, yeah, exactly. And then you take the rap. Well, don't you, think, don't you think somebody who wasn't crippled could pretend to be crippled? You just don't move your fucking legs. Yeah, but yeah, but if they if you like got tickle a, you, you got twenty three pounds of coke on your back. <laughs> if you got twenty three pounds of coke on your back and on your ass, he tickles your leg. <laughs> or hits just, top no, of your just knee. give you a couple good squeezes to the side. If you pop up, you know, you're fuck crippled. Up. What about the tickle monster? Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I just think if you have, if you're pretending to be crippled and you got twenty three pounds of fucking of blow cane on you. You're gonna be a little more tense, and yeah, it's just probably so more likely to fuck up. Yep. If you, the thing is, what I would do is I find a crippled person, and when he was sleeping, I would rig his chair up. <laughs> exactly. Surprise him with fucking tickets to Miami the next day, and be like, "Hey, man, I know you've had a rough life. Yeah, we're going to Cuba. we're going to Miami, baby. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Miami. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. That sounds horrible. I've seen like. It's actually a great idea. I wonder if there's like crippled people conventions. That'd be a great way to smuggle drugs. Well, what's what's yeah, weird too is I wonder nursing homes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are just old people. They just happen to be crippled. Uh, what about uh, like why did these guys feel the need to get on the plane? I wonder. I wonder where they were going. I don't. It didn't say that. But yeah. If you're moving that much inventory, you got to think you're using a truck rather than yeah. I was gonna going say TSA. They had to have been going international. They had to, have been. right? You would think, but it's in Charlotte though. Where are you going? Charlotte's a big airport. No, I'm saying though, but like if you're on the you're sitting on the East Coast, I feel like Coke usually comes from not Charlotte, so no. it's like. Where are you going with that much Coke? Right. Obviously to distribute it somewhere. Yeah. If you got, I mean, 23 pounds, anything you're. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll also, yeah, I, these think guys, if I mean, it must've been a big operation. Yeah. And much. if you're pushing 20, if you're pushing that much, I'm pretty sure you can afford to not have a layover in Charlotte. And if you're pushing that right. much, if you're putting shit in a wheelchair, you're a fucking fat. You know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> do you, though? Dude, I think that's a good way to do it. I mean, have you ever seen like, have you ever seen like, okay, so in the, in the inside of a, of a, of a suitcase, there's like mm. three layers 
right? Yeah. And you could cut away that like first layer. Then there's like another like hard plastic layer. And then there's like a middle layer that's got like some foam in it for like a little bit of cushion. I've seen like people putting it in there and like, and it looks like no one's ever touched it. These motherfuckers are savvy, mm. man. Oh, uh, you mean like the stitch job and shit that they had yeah. to do to this shit? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it's not like they, there's no way they put it in the fucking little carry on basket on the wheelchair. They opened that thing yeah. up and made the fucking seat pad and back cocaine. They called the lady that was good with upholstery, got yeah. a professional to do the job. Yeah, I mean, that's wild. That's but if they're real professionals, they'd have a fucking semi or something. Well, maybe they were going over the fucking big blue, bud. Maybe it was a hasty one where they just kind of had to uh, they had to pack it away real quick. They didn't have days to deliver it. Or maybe this crippled dude just <laughs> got on someone's nerves one day, and they're like, yeah, we're going to get his ass tonight. <laughs> yeah, maybe this was the end for him. He was maybe like, his life go shitty, Italy, and he just wants to do a bunch do a of bunch coke. Of blow, and that's how I'm going out. <laughs> maybe <it was. laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go to uh, Italy. I'm gonna, I mean, s- I'm gonna sit in Milan. That's fucked though. Yeah, like, yeah, if we're not it. on a watch list, we weren't before. So much we are coke, now, for sure. That's so much. We just so had a 15 minute long discussion so on how to ship coke across the ocean. So, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Yeah. We'd be bad. Like, I don't think they're gonna watch. We know how to get caught. I don't know that we could yeah. drum up the perfect plan, but we could we could sit there and say, oh, that's a dumb idea. This is what we do. <laughs> we put a bitch or a guy, I should just put a person, and we pretend like they broke their Ooh, arm or their right. leg, and you make a cocaine cast. Ooh, I like that. And the inside of the cast is a cocaine. And then you and wrap it all in the blue yeah, tape, and nobody's if there's agents out there. none the wiser. And you're rocked up. And yeah, but if there's stability. agents, that's not going to show on the X-ray. Uh, fully no. shouldered no. down, crippled men and women—they got to be checking broken arm, folks. Yeah, unless yeah, one, we get like a one one broken yeah, leg. Let's get like an eleven-year-old to do it. Then they you walk in there with confidence. Them. 